I'm pissed as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Oh, wow. Stay tuned. You might be surprised on this one. Hey, everybody. This is Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. And this is a winter short. What are winter shorts? Winter shorts are tips, tricks, and ideas to get you through the short or longer winter days that might be just a little bit more tough. And every day counts. So stay tuned for this next winter short. Hello, everybody. It's Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. And for the next few episodes, I'm going to be addressing some of the more emotional issues that we're facing in caring for an aging parent or a loved one. Some of these include anger, guilt, jealousy, resentment, and fear, just to name a few. But the first one I'll dive into for this new year is anger. Yes, the holidays were wonderful, even if we were under a little bit of stress or a lot of stress in taking care of somebody that we love or just from family members being around. Yeah, sometimes it gets a little too close, I get it. But it's still great to have them here with us. The twinkle of the holidays have begun to fade or are totally gone. And that in itself can take us into some pretty gray feelings of the winter days ahead. Those days can even take us into thinking a little too deeply about stuff. Yeah, stuff. All that stuff. And all. Stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's my no button. I use it every now and then just to get me out of those stuff days. Anger. Let's talk a little bit about that. Anger can often lead to rage. It's a tough emotion. It's exhausting and it's draining. It can also create a huge divide between us, our parents, our siblings, other family members, and yes, even coworkers and medical providers. It's easy to say, just focus on the happy things, Nancy. Don't worry about it. It'll get better. Yet, those of us juggling work, children, young or otherwise, a spouse, yeah, we love them dearly, but they do take work, co-workers, other personal relationships, and the whatnot, when thinking about that, just focus on being happy. Sometimes I think that's just a load of crap. Okay, sorry if that offended you. But here are a few ways to feel just a little bit lighter on those otherwise dark days or angry days of the week. I'm going to divide this into individuals who might be contributing to your feeling of anger and even rage, primarily because it's people that make us angry, not things, right? Let's start with siblings. I love my sister, but there are those days that I just want to say, WTF, what the hell were you thinking? First, try to practice being neutral with your words. There's nothing that will get you or your siblings into a worse relationship than assumptions made based on how you're saying something or how you're feeling, which often come out in our words. Remember, it's natural for you both to drop back into how you're behaving now based on how you behaved with each other as kids. When that stress of taking care of mom and dad gets tight, it's going to get even worse. So just think back to how you behaved back then and try to be a little bit more adult about it. I know easier said than done. Then think about the he said, she said, no, she did it, he did it, but mom, this is not where you want to be. Consider saying, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I snapped at you. I didn't mean to do that. Or I apologize. I like that better. Because sorry is a word I'm not sure we really want to use. But apologies are a little softer and gentle and maybe just a little bit more adult. Then once you've done that, just shut up and be quiet and wait for the reply. They may come back at you with a very angry tone themselves, but just work towards neutral. You know, there is a term that my brother-in-law uses in Tai Chi. He's a Tai Chi master, and he uses the term called sticky hands. It's a way of deflecting things that sort of get in your way and come at you all the time. So sticky hands, think of just being neutral. Keep pushing that back, being gentle, and moving things around and you can take a breath. Pausing is a really great way to do that. Also, being neutral or trying to be neutral together is going to make your decisions together that are tough life care decisions just a little bit more easy. Because the last thing you want to do is be angry at one another because he said, she said, or he did, and she did resulted in a greater catastrophe than you ever expected. If you need help practicing hearing your own words or the tone that's coming out of your mouth, here's a simple trick. Stick your fingers in your ears, like you're trying to plug them up so you don't hear anything, and then start talking. Listen to the tone of your words. Listen to the words themselves. They echo in your head, almost like you have a personal microphone. Stop and listen to the words. Do you like them? Do you not? Is the tone angry or is the tone soft and gentle and understanding? If it's angry, practice just changing the tone of those words just a little bit, not to be condescending, but just to be neutral and understanding and maybe a little empathetic. I guarantee you'll learn a lot by this little technique, not just with siblings, but try it with coworkers too. Listen to your words before you open your mouth and insert foot. It's worked for me many times. Now, if you're caring for somebody and at work, chances are the stress and the strain is going to build up at some point in time, you're going to snap at somebody. More likely than not, you're going to hear others do the same. Nearly 50% of us in the workforce are caring for an aging parent or another loved one. That's huge. The person sitting next to you on the left or the right, Joe or Sally, or even John and Susie, may actually be taking care of their own parents or a spouse, and you might not even know that. If they're having a bad day, why not ask in a gentle way, not a probing or snooping kind of way, Hey, Jean, are you okay? You seem a little stressed out. You know, I'm starting to take care of my parents now, and I have no idea what's going to happen next, and I'm about ready to freak out a little bit, and I'm afraid I'm going to snap somebody's head off here at work. Have you ever been in that position, or what would you do? Then again, like with your siblings, just be quiet and don't respond. Watch for their facial reactions, their physical reactions. Are they squirming a little bit, a little uncomfortable? They may not want to tell you what their personal relationships are, but you opening up and being willing to be vulnerable just might make them willing to be a little bit more open themselves. And you know what? They might actually be in the same situation that you are. Now you've got a care buddy, somebody to, I wouldn't say commiserate with, because that's just going to dig you into a deeper hole. 
but ask questions. What are you doing? How's that working? What have you experienced? It's another person to bounce an idea off it, or even just hear what they're going through. It might be different than yours, and chances are it is, but how they're handling it may help you in better understanding how to handle your own situation. Oh, and here's another one. If you find them getting angry, try and help them be neutral too. It's a great way to practice. Well, maybe neutral is not the right word, but certainly softening things with a little bit more empathy and understanding goes a long way, not just for you, your siblings, your coworkers, but with your folks who are going through this time of life too. The next group of people are medical support people. Often these folks are working to please a higher power. And no, I don't mean God. Well, maybe. (laughs) But that's for another episode. If you keep pushing the buttons of these admin or support people, chances are you're going to hit a brick wall sooner rather than later, and they're going to get angry at you. Try a more gentle approach. Again, consider apologizing or saying, I'm sorry I got angry with you. It wasn't directed at you. I didn't mean to do so. I'm under a lot of stress. I don't know what to do, and I'm looking for some guidance. Can you help me get XYZ done faster? These people deal with folks like us day in and day out. Most of us are pissed off and angry at somebody, typically them, because we're not getting what we want immediately. Immediate gratification in the healthcare world is what we're all looking for, but we also know that that does not happen, and it's incredibly frustrating and it gets us angry almost at the snap of a finger. So I don't want to say just deal with it because that's a pretty crappy thing to say. Been there, done that too. After that, solicit their advice. If the advice that they're giving you is the same old BS that they've given you before, okay, so that wasn't too nice of me, probably a little angry, then just say, I understand, I have tried that before and it doesn't work. Can you help me find another way to get what we need done? How about if I go down the hallway and pull those copies out of the copy machine? I can team up with you and get this done a lot more quickly if you'll allow me to. The final group of people, at least the final big group of people that you're probably more angry at day in and day out are doctors. These folks in their first year of medical school are often taught how to learn to not care. Yeah. Are you crazy, Nancy? No, I am not crazy. I have heard this time and time again from other medical professionals, doctors, and other PhDs who say that's what they are told to do right in the beginning. Now, I understand that not caring is going to save their heart and their emotion and cause a lot less stress for them. But not caring? Really? You got into this business because you did care. So understand they are being taught or trained to protect their head and their heart. They don't really not care. All right, so that's a double negative. But I really do believe that most doctors do care, particularly if they see that you care. So try and stay strong when you're talking to a doctor. If they are pushing back in ways that you do not agree, let them know. Be firm and understand that they are trying to do their best for you. If you are still not getting what you want, ask for somebody who can help you. A second opinion can go a long way and maybe a second style or personality that can help you get what you need done quickly. All right, it may not necessarily be quickly if you have to change doctors, but if you're in a hospital, it's certainly worth asking because they're everywhere. 
Finally, when it comes to anger in doctors, understand that some doctors will try and make decisions for you. Now, that's not all of them, but especially if they see a loved one of yours is going through what they say active dying or towards the end of their life. They have no right, at least in my opinion, to tell you when to give up. And maybe give up is the wrong word, but they should not make the decision for you as to what to do in those final days, weeks, months, or even years of a loved one's life. That is a decision between you and your parent. It is not theirs. If you want to continue moving forward and not giving up, like my dad did, you continue to move forward and don't give up. If, however, you both decide and your family members decide that it's time to say, maybe we just need to think about hospice, that's okay. Let's do the best we can to give mom or dad, whoever we're taking care of, the best love and care that they have in those final days, weeks, or months. Then that is your decision to do, not theirs. Please make sure that they understand that. It's a tough one, and sometimes it's one that gets us angry. But please, this is the one decision I ask you try not to be angry about. It's the decision that you make, the one that you will live with for the rest of your life. Anger is one that can eat us from the inside out and wreck all sorts of havoc with our own health, our physical and mental well-being, and those around us. It's often like a giant black cloud, a soul-sucking Dementor, for those of us who are Harry Potter fans. By the way, I fell asleep in three of those movies. Just ask my husband. In any case, those feelings of anger and resentment can change who we are to our core. Anger can also change the way we are perceived by others and how they support or leave us. So that's important to know as well. If we allow anger to control us, it will. However, I truly believe that we all have the power we need to take control of that emotion and use it to our benefit. Instead, work to turn it into a positive action, something that is going to help you, those that you love, and work in a direction that's gentle and kind for both of you, one that acts versus repels, or acts versus reacts for those that we love and who need us to be there for them as well. If you haven't already listened to the Elder Care Success episode with Dr. Mort Orman on anger, I recommend you take a moment to do so now. I'll share a link to that one in the episode notes. You might be surprised at how he shares how anger controlled much of his life at some point in time and what he did to take control and have a better life too. And that came from a doctor. Really. Start the new year with a more positive note even when you're managing tough times of a caring and kind or even angry parent or loved one. I can guarantee that you will get more help, support, and engagement from everybody around you if you go about things with a little bit more softness but firmness in getting what you need and want at any point in time. Anger will not get you there. That's it for another short winter episode of Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. If you don't already have a copy, I highly recommend you get the book, How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step-by-step guide before, during, and after. It's helped a lot of families, and I hope that it helps yours too. On that note, if you like this show, please share it with a friend, a family member, or somebody else that you might know, maybe even a coworker who's going through a stressful time of taking care of a loved one or a parent. It can be your gift to them because it's my gift to you. We'll hear you soon on the next episode of Doing It Best with Elder Care Success, and we'll see you soon over on the YouTube channel, again at Elder Care Success. Take care, be well, bye-bye. 
This show is sponsored by Caremanity, the publishers of How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step-by-step guide before, during, and after. For your own personalized free file of life, go to www.howtosurvive911.com. All trademarks, brands, and comments are not intended to be substitutes for medical, financial, or legal advice. Please consult a medical, legal, or financial professional for issues relevant to your own personal situation. This show is produced by Caremanity LLC. All rights reserved. Caremanity LLC.